around. Cause I'm TNT. Dynamite. I'm TNT. And I will I win the fight. <laughs> I keep going. TNT. I'm a power load. TNT. Watch me explode. I'm dirty. I'm mean. I'm mighty unclean. I'm a wanted man. Public enemy number one. Understand? Lock up your daughters. Lock up your wife. Lock up your back door and run for your life. I'm the man. The man is back in town. Because I'm TNT. Dynamite. Man, what an amazing intro, that man. That was for my son, Gabri. That was our pump song every time to go hockey. And that got him all pumped up, oh, ready yeah. to go. Oh yeah, and then we would play uh, Rage. How old is he? How old He's is nine. Then he? we would play Rage Against the Machine. Oh man, but I can't play that song. No, because certain lyrics. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of swearing, but I let him. <laughs> I love hearing the youngins, man, appreciating old school music. We man. would play. We would even play. Yeah, we would play Rage Against the Machine, and despite all the swearing, at least it helped him pump and pump himself up. I said, <laughs> "You can't sing the song, but we'll listen to it." Don't let anybody know that you know this song. That's all. <laughs> exactly. Keep it, keep it to yourself, man. Jeff, what a show we got going on today. Thanks so much for Saturday morning, man. No problem. What are we going to talk about today? Everything. We're going to talk about, well, obviously you're a plumber, right? Of course. Yep. Uh, I hope so. GL Plumbing. GL Plumbing. So let me me get the deets out of the way right off the bat, right? How do you pronounce last name again? Dijan Tommaso. Dijan Tommaso. Yeah. In English, it's English in the front and Italian in the back. (laughs) So, So it's a mullet. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a mullet, a but Canadian no. Italian mullet. I know off mic you were telling me that your your mom chose a name. Why? Because you you don't have a Portuguese name. No, no, no. But I get Portuguese all the time just by my just saying what, what's your name, Jeff. Like, yeah. Oh, you're Portuguese. Because <laughs> yeah, you, you got guys that are like Kevin, Jeff, Brian, Jason. You don't get that as much in Italians, but no. with Portuguese you do. So I always get Portuguese, and then when they see my last name or business cards, holy fuck, it's Italian. <laughs> I was like, so her excuse, which I've asked her a million times, was, I wanted you not to have trouble at school with your first name. It's like, ma, but look at the name. Like, how does it work? Like, you could have said Dominic, Frank, Joe, Tony, Mike. You gotta put Jeff. Yeah. Because it's an ongoing problem I've had for my whole business career. It's like. Everyone thinks I'm Portuguese. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of good Portuguese friends. You're Portuguese. Hey, I'm a lot Portuguese. of the guys I work with are Portuguese. There's nothing wrong with Jeff beautiful or Jeffrey. People. It's a beautiful name. It's just it's not a Portuguese, like 100% Portuguese name. That's all no, it is. No, it's Portuguese used name, yes, Jeff. Yes, yes. As opposed to, you don't see too many Italians with the name Jeff. But it's oh, all good. I've, I've lived with it for 40 years. I, I You've deal accepted with it. it. What's your son's name? Gabriele. There we I, go. I gave him a hard Italian There we name. go. There we <laughs> go, man. All right. So GL Plumbing Limited. You're the owner, the operator. You're a master plumber. Four years in business. Your email is jeff.dg at glplumbing.ca. And on Instagram, guys, follow him. It's gl.plumbing. And it's also the same handle on Facebook as well. But you exactly. hardly use Facebook. Uh, it goes. Some of my stories will go. But I usually use Instagram. You can connect it now, yeah, right? Yeah, you can. So, it's connected. I know. Because you, yeah, you surprised me, man. You're 40 years old. You look like you're 20 years old old man no no i mean you're keeping yourself in good shape which is great right yeah, exactly. and, and so like well I'll try us older guys don't know all this tech social crap bullshit yeah that, you think i know i don't know how yeah, to use anything no, no. we just I'm we're learning ourselves learning how to use my iphone i know we're learning ourselves <laughs> so today's show we're going to talk a lot about plumbing we're going to talk about yourself your career your guys and all the other sub trades that you use and because you're not a one-man shop mm-hmm. 
you need a team. And then we also want to talk about the construction industry. You mentioned something right before the we started the recording about Next. I don't want to talk about that, what they're yeah. doing, because that's amazing. I want to talk about all the good sub trades that you're using. I want to give out shout outs to all those guys. Again, just a little bit of housekeeping. I want to let everybody know. Thank you very much for listening. The show is doing really well. It's banging out. I'm like churning out these shows like nothing this is my third one this week i've got three wow, booked for next week stuff. i got four booked for the week after that so it's insane and it's this a, is a it's, full-time job for you it, it's like a full-time job but, <laughs> but i'm you're exhausted not getting paid. i'm exhausted no <laughs> i'm getting it. paid in other ways man ah, i'm getting exactly paid in other ways accolades. no i i appreciate all the conversation i know jeff you and i we've been talking on instagram for like the longest time yeah right like back two, and forth two years three yeah. years on and off and then all of a sudden i just i suggested it you got a little nervous as everybody does yeah there's no I'm reason to be i'm chill no Nah, you're chill. You relax. Relax. We're gonna we're gonna sit down. We're gonna have a great conversation. If we're anyone talk knows about. me, once I start talking, I'll shut up. So you might want me to. All right, so Jeff, it down. Over to you, man. Now you you let everybody know what's it all about, man. What GL plumbing? Yeah. Okay. How you got started? Well, how Why? I got started? I started plumbing when I was 19. One of my my dad does tiles. Okay. He used to do tiles. He's he's an old man now. But one of his friends owned a company, union company. So I got I got you know Italian way back door into the union, whatever. And I started there for a few years, and then I went on to a bigger company, another union company. Tiling. No, 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 plumbing, plumbing, plumbing. plumbing. Okay. No, my dad is a tile. Was, yeah. Does tiles. But he got you into the plumbing. He got he owned, he knew an owner of a company. And Got he was it. looking for apprentices. Like, can you hire my son? Da da da. I don't want him to do tiles because my dad's been broken broke since day one. Broke. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like, why did your dad ask you to, or or did you choose plumbing? Yeah, I wanted to do plumbing. Okay. Right. right. I was either plumbing or electrical. Everyone's saying, do one of those. Those are the best. Yeah. Best paid. You know, you don't you don't get as dirty. Let's say. Well, That's eh, kind of true. It depends. It depends. Uh, maybe electricians don't get dirty because they don't do much. Yeah, but, but plumbing cutting <laughs> cutting clay pipe. Yeah. Uh, in an older house. Uh, doing cast iron all day try that uh, yeah or that's digging, dirty digging trenches all day that's dirty you try that stuff exactly that's pretty dirty in the mud yeah in the cold yeah that's fucking it's shady. harsh it's harsh <laughs> man ask my buddy my my guy tyler what happened when we were in pickering what uh, happened we were um we're doing a house near the water and there's like constant water the water table out. the water table super high oh. we had to have two sump pits just constantly pumping and pumping and pumping we were working we had to get the guy with the power flusher to come to keep on clearing to it suck out water from the pits uh, it was that much water yeah it was, it was they were stuck they, they were stuck we were stuck in mud there it was crazy how like knee knee high deep or like how? yeah uh, halfway th like uh, well to me it'll be probably knee high tyler's a little bit taller <laughs> than me it'll be maybe halfway up his shin and which is a pain in the ass because uh, you guys are digging it was and all freezing of a but muck because uh. it was always water was it starting to crest? Like the, oh, the, the edge of it was starting to like freeze a little bit? Yeah, the, it was oh, always like, oh man, nasty. that's even worse. So constant water, constant water, constant <sighs> water. It's a dirty job. Yeah. There's days it's easy. It's cleaner. Pax pipe, plastic pipe makes our, our But dirty easy. job, but clean money. Yeah, exactly. Super clean money. Yeah. All the plumbers I know, they, they've done really well for themselves. Absolutely. Right? Which is, that's why I respect them. So it, they've learned the trade. They learn that it's yeah, just yeah. not the trade itself. It's the business itself. Yeah. The work is the work, but it's um, being more meticulous of making your work look clean and neat, taking care of all the little details, like making it look nice, uh, strapping it properly, using proper materials, not trying to cut corners with yeah. codes and stuff. That's where, where it are counts. You, are you old enough to, uh, to um, copper? 
Yeah, I've, I've of course. I've started, you started. I did high rise. But I then did you're high doing rise high rise residential for years, for 16 years. I went through three companies in 16 years. And that's all. And like, it was all copper, all copper. Proper, solder. proper copper. Yeah, like, like type do, L pressure, three yeah, inch, yeah. two and a half, two inch, four inch. We've done even six inch copper. Try to solder that. How That's the hell? What crazy. are you using? What's what's what's? You're waste? using a type type a size five tip on an acetylene torch. Sometimes is, two torches. Holy cow! To get it hot enough to, to yeah, actually. Yeah, you know, six inches. The surface area of that pipe is huge. To get it to heat all the way around, so you can solder, it needs a lot of Does heat. Does the solder actually do the whole dance and sing right like right well, around? You gotta make that thing cherry red, or else you can you could be freezing on one side and like fucking a thousand degrees on the other. On the circumference yeah. of it, really? So you got to burn the. So you shit got two guys fire. with two torches yeah, going on. Yeah, for six it. inch, definitely. Four inch, you can manage with one torch. What are you, you running through that six inch? What's the maintenance behind? What is that? That's water just, service. That's just water service. Yeah, depending. Like you're doing water service for a fifty inch tower. What do you think? Uh, you're pumping. <laughs> you got to pump. I yeah, know. I learned that like uh, recently through another plumber. You guys all have the the pump manifolds or whatever it is for all the high rise. You got to get booster pumps. Booster pumps. Yeah. Those are like that's a whole other. That's a whole other level. But you guys do. That's you, what I did while I was in high rise. But now it's a small four-man show it's uh you're focusing custom only custom property management i do i like i specialize in backflow prevention which is big and part of code yes exactly which uh a lot of the gta is really pushing if you especially if you're going out to peel or vaughn they're all over it who's they're, not doing it these days toronto is um it's so big that they can't they don't they can't uh they don't govern it as well. Peel region, they're on top of it. They are like, you got to, if they send you a letter in 30 days, you better respond and, and have something in action. So that means you got to get a plumber right away. Yeah. You at least get the ball rolling. Have them call. Have them say, like, we're looking to take a look at it. You know, with COVID, things a little bit slower, but they still, they've been on top of it ever since. The last three years, Peel and Vaughn. And they've New been York jumping region, all over it. They've been uh, really pushing the backflow, getting your, your stuff tested and make sure you're up to code and and those uh, devices are working. The I've, thing, I've been in a building. The backflows haven't been tested in 10, 15 years. How do you test? You got to open it up. You got to, you got to, you have a, there's a, a testing instrument, a backflow t instrument. Oh, I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, it looks almost like the HVAC tool with the HVAC instrument. How often should be testing these? Annually. Annually. Annual, annual People tests. don't even clean their HRV filters <laughs> annually. People no, don't even yeah. change their smoke alarms annually. And you're asking people to test their backflow? Yeah, annually. Come on. The city They're like, homeowners are not going to do that. No, it's not homeowners. This is all commercial. Oh, it's all commercial. Only residential places that will have it is a, like a building, which they'll have like a multiple system. Like you have an irrigation system, yeah. so there's possibility of water leaching back into the system. Yeah, and that's you what they're trying to prevent. You have a glycol system on the heating. Yes. Because all the water comes from the one source, the domestic, and then yeah. it branches off to the different systems, except for sprinkler. You have a separate system for sprinkler. But then you have your heating, your irrigation, and possibility of chemicals leaching back into the domestic water so you have to have these backflows yeah. and to protect it so imagine you know you have glycol in Coming your heating in. system and it it leaches back into the domestic water now you're drinking antifreeze yeah that's not good that's another <laughs> issue no, no that's huge. so that's all for high rise yes well high rise commercial a lot of like um, now they're hammering uh, commercial, small commercial businesses like mechanic shops, uh, body shops. Where so like little one mom and pop yeah, kind of shops. Yeah, all these little commercial, uh, anything that does anything with chemical, uh, 
mechanic shops with grease, oil, anything that can contaminate water, they're on you. In Toronto, our water is not the greatest. It's right. good, but it's not the greatest. So they're still fine with all that stuff. It still meets code. I mean, it meets yeah. the regulations. I mean, you can drink it and you're not gonna die, but <laughs> it's not like you're drinking. Uh, you're, you're not gonna die you're today. You're not drinking Fiji water. <laughs> I think I threw you off a tangent here because you were talking about I go off the beginning. Tangent, yeah, no, no, I want to get back to the beginning there. Okay, so GL plumbing? Yeah, so basically your dad didn't want you to tile set because it's broken, it's hard. It yeah, is hard. Yeah. I got guys in their 20s that are setting tile that yeah, are broken. Yeah, you're carrying lugging those. <sighs> it's hard. It's not only 80-pound boxes, but these things are like some of the, those tiles now. It's crazy. I didn't see when I was a kid helping my dad as a 14, 15 years because old. Because you're helping. young, you're strong, and you're like, no, oh, this is nothing. No, but even like nothing. now, these tile slabs are fucking Oh, massive. they're insane. They're 48 by yeah. fucking 60. Yeah. And like and some, I know one of the... One of the guys, um, porcelain slabs, like huge, six by four. So it's five by ten. And then you got like two guys handling it, yeah, and massive. it's six mil thick. And then if you carry it a certain way, snaps. Bing. And then who owns it? <laughs> mm. You're fucked. It, it, that's exactly it. Is it okay it. to swear or no? Totally. It's up to you, man. Okay, I swear. You, you're fine. You're fine, uh, man. I have no filter. <laughs> uh, my wife freaks ne out on me. Cause neither does I, the show. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I swear at home, I just I totally forget. It's just me. No, My it's totally fine, it. Jeff. Jeff, it's okay. totally fine, man. You got into plumbing. Anybody else that was getting into plumbing? At the time? At the time. The year circle of friends. I had a buddy, JP. We worked at Home Depot together at Yorkdale, near Yorkdale. Duffin I know which one. I know which okay, one. So we worked. I had just started my apprenticeship and we were working and I was still doing my part-time job at Home Depot in the plumbing department with my buddy, JP. John Paul Lamana, he were, he's a plumber too. And he uh, was in the plumbing department too? He was in the plumbing department. But so he that must a, have been the best plumbing department to get yeah, the right we answers, were, man. We, were, we used to party. We used to come in on, <laughs> on the weekend. They'd say we worked Saturday. We went out Saturday night and we had a sh both a shift in the morning. We would probably come in like still with the same clothes. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> Everyone Just put the orange apron right over yeah, it, man. Exactly. And it that's was hilarious. It. But um, I helped him get in. Uh, another friend of mine, Nick, uh, Greek kid. Well, Greek kid. He's a monster. He's a big boy. Yeah. He got we um a couple of us. I I was a, probably the first one out of a, my group of friends that started the trade, and then a couple of them trickled in. You know, one was delivering hardware for Pasquale's Hardware. You know, Pasquale's really? Hardware yeah. on yeah, the yeah, Steels yeah, in yeah, Northinch. Yeah. So he was, so he was a delivery driver. My buddy Nick for him, and he was like, I gotta get out of this shit. So I helped him get in. And, and he got into what? Plumbing. He got into plumbing. Everybody's yeah. getting into plumbing. Yeah. And then JP, too. The same thing. He was doing Home Depot, and then he was being, he was a cook at... Um, what restaurant? It was uh, down by the Hockey Hall of Fame, the sports bar. Okay, right down on Front the Street there. Line, the bottom Oh, line. no, 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 no. So right... Uh, I know exactly where you're talking you, about. Oh, this was years ago. We're talking about almost 15, 20 years ago. That it whole was, area has changed now. Yeah, it's it's become remember, like a tourist little shithole. He was a chef uh, or cook in, uh, in a restaurant there, and... He had enough of that life. You know, he was working 12, 16 hours. This is all you guys like in your early 20s? In our 20s? early 20s, yeah, yeah while yeah. we were partying. Where you, where you guys are looking on the direction signs and have no idea where to go. Yeah, just work. Yeah, Make that's all it is. Money party. Yeah, that's Spend all it Spend it on bottles. <laughs> 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 that's how, but not today. That's not how no, it is no, today. No, no, no. Well, I spend it on bottles too, but different. It's a different, uh, you're doing it with clients and not all the time, but once in a while. No, they appreciate your work, your that's skill set. It. So how did you, how was the apprenticeship? How did that all, uh, like... It was good. I started with a, a, that small company my dad knew, and then I um, I got along with everyone. I just wanted to move on to something bigger. because. Uh, what was their focus? 
No, they were doing small low rise, a lot of low rise, and then um, I just someone was saying you should try to go to your, go to a bigger company, da 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 da, you know, big work on big big buildings. So I went to. What was the reasoning behind that? Like go to. I, I know a lot of guys go into the high rise and then they want to stay in that high rise. Was it you because you kind of get sucked into it though? Like it's not stuck. When if it becomes so repetitive that at a point you become a robot. That's, that's what I real like yeah. realized later on. Doing it so you become like oh that's bathtub Jeff or that's <laughs> that's that's uh, that's uh, finishing Tony, you know because. That There's, was your specialty. That, that it becomes, they, they want you to be fast. Yeah. That's something. I mean, despite it being a high-rise and uh, almost like a commercial setting, it's still very much geared with the residential mentality. It's push, push, push. But not, not like on a resi site. It's very it's a little different. Cause, well, there's two different kinds of resi yeah, sites, right? Yeah, there's high-rise and resi. Yeah. Resi is resi. But high-rise is still, there's that mentality, go, 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 go. Whereas commercial, I've worked for even my last company, Modern Niagara, that's serious commercial. Like I worked at the hospital in in, Ma, in Vaughan before I, I uh, left and went to. So you had a hand in that. Yeah, the beginning stages. That's when I I wanted to go do commercial because like they do four days a week. I was doing side jobs like crazy. I was like, I need this extra day off because I'm like killing myself, working after work, working my weekends, trying to get my son to hockey or soccer. I was like, I got to do commercial for a bit. So I went to commercial, did four days a week. I had my Fridays off. I would set up all my side jobs on Fridays so I wouldn't have to like do as much evenings. I would try to free up a day during the weekends. Like, this is family day because before it was like just go, constant go, go. side jobs. Yeah. Any free time was side jobs. And then but in I your did, 20s and your 30s, you can yeah, do that. You can hustle, right? And then I was like, uh, you know what? Let me give this a shot. If I never try it, I'm never going to know. And because, uh, I mean, it was, it was, I had so much work coming in and they started talking about this strike and this and that strike. And it's like, you know what, if they're going to strike, I'm going to, I'm not going to sit at home and I'm going to go and give this a shot. I got so much work lined up. Were you allowed if you were a union member and they go on strike, were you allowed to still do side jobs or you weren't allowed? Technically, you're not allowed. Not allowed. But That's what I thought. I quit. I said, I'm going to, before this, you got this pending strike. Whatever, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and work on my own. I'm gonna do it for five, six months, a year, see how it works, and it just it uh, just snowballed from there. From there, and it's been great. It's been four years, and I'm not looking back. That's just recent, huh? Yeah, 2018, 2017. And how was the push with COVID? You're going on your own. You're already two years into so, it. So yeah, that was good. We I had I, I was getting so much work. I had like four, five, five, six guys at the time. A, lot, was a couple of them were sub subcontractors. Yeah. Right? I wasn't paying them hourly. I had about four guys hourly on payroll. On your crew on, on payroll. Payroll, me and four guys. And then had like two, two, three guys that I would sub work out to. COVID hit and it was still good because whatever. The, but then it was all the rules. If you're not commercial, if the commercial is commercial, but not... Um, what were the rules? I don't know. I'm trying there to was remember. some funny gray rules. Yeah, it was rules. like if non-essential construction, if it was, you know, if it, they would shut down, or if you didn't have a permit, or if you had a permit, all these rules. I don't that was remember. the early days of yeah, COVID. And, and everyone thought after a while said, "Screw this, we got to work." We're gonna work. And uh, I know only one house that we were doing down in the beaches, they shut it down because you had like the whole street was full of old people. Yeah, and there was no permits at the time. They didn't have any posted. ESA came, 
Really? Well, ESA was already, the was only thing was set up was ESA. But ESA's got nothing to do with yeah, you guys. Yeah, ESA came, and then they asked, it goes, where's the permits for this and that, da 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 and Wait, uh, their ESA is asking you for no, your... No, not me. They were asking, I think, the homeowners or the GC. But they were asking for building permits? Yeah, they just wanted to know. I don't know. Maybe they were just... Uh, They're overstepping. Yeah, something like that. It was, ESA early, it was early on COVID. Yeah, so everyone e- e- was, ESA uh, has got no business yeah, asking that question. Yeah, I was just curious, I guess. But anyways, a couple of days later, they got a cease and desist order on the... No, on the oh, so somebody the, yeah, ratted from yeah. ESA. We don't know if it was ESA or one of the neighbors. Cause Could have been the neighbors All as the well. old people in that na- that neighborhood always like, Oh, why are you parking in front of my house? Why are you parking yeah. in front of my... You know how it is down the there. The beaches is an interesting... It's a disaster to park, so yeah. you're always... Why you park in front of my house? So now they want to. Okay, you want to park in front of my house? I'm going to shut you down. Yeah, just to let everybody know, that's not from Toronto. The beaches is a small section of the city where it's basically yeah, down by the water, waterfront. Scarborough Bluffs. Yeah. The nice thing is that in the winter time, you get nice minus forty degree winds coming on the <laughs> yeah, back of your house. It's freezing there <laughs> by but, the water. But, <laughs> but you got a you got a view of the gray yeah, water, yeah, which is beautiful. amazing. Yeah. But in the summertime, yeah, you got blue looking water because it's being reflected from the blue sky, yeah. and then you've got everybody on the beach that's just parking every car possible in every little nook and cranny. Okay, so now I actually had a question about the hospital. So you worked in the hospital. Was there anything unique plumbing-wise in the hospital that you guys would do? There was. You know how hospitals would use medical-grade glass pipe? Yeah. They've moved on from that. It's called this gray gray pipe called Enfield. Okay. Grayish green, uh, like a grayish green pipe. It's connected by um, electrolysis almost. It has it has like a special glue integrated in the fitting, and you put on these two probes on the fitting. The special fittings have these two probes, and it's a little box that sends an electrical current that fuses the pipe together, and it's acid acid resistant pipe. You can put human waste down it, and it won't do anything. And yeah, so you can't put any of those kinds of fluids down normal no, copper. Cast iron, go cast put iron? cast iron. I'll eat it. Really? It'll chew it. Like, it, it dilutes. You have, they put a, some kind of solution in to dilute the water. Like, down the drain, eventually, it ends up in a cast iron drain or into a PVC sewer drain. But the travel path. But the travel path, to a certain degree, has to be in this Enfield pipe or acid-resistant pipe, they call it, right? So before that, they were using glass? Glass. So you guys, plumbers would actually... I've never you worked with glass, honest to God. Uh, how do you I've do glass it. fittings or how do you do glass? It's all with clamps. All with like gear clamps, special gear clamps. Uh, type like of a gear. rubber bushing or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and now it's all this plastic. It's all this, this most for the most part. I think there's some labs that still want glass pipe because they want to see the travel of what's in there. Okay. <laughs> but for the most part, they use this new system called... I think the, the brand is called Enfield, but it's called acid-resistant pipe. And specifically... The specific brand that we were using at the hospital there was called Enfield. And this is all for the waistlines? Hospital waste. Okay. So specific waste lines. Like human flu, bodily fluids and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, that was pretty wild. The hospital is a total different animal. And then everything else supply-wise coming in, is it still copper? Everything's copper. They don't use PEX. Really, yeah? Yeah, all the lines. To everything was copper, miles of copper. I can actually show you pictures if you want. What are you feeding? Like, like what size copper are we talking about? Everything, depending. If you're doing a, a toilet carrier for all the toilets, it's all one inch copper. Or lavs, so la, all the lavs, one half inch, obviously. But yeah. then you have, uh, there's all kinds. There's the macerators for the bedpans. 
Holy cow, it's a different world, it's, huh? Yeah, it's a whole nother. But at least game. you got to educate yourself. I got educated on that. That's it. I was there for about a year, and that was my my end of being uh, an employee. And I switched over to working for myself at that point. I wonder if a doctor ever suggests if they're building a house, they would want the upgrade. To what? To the end field stuff. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the doctor. Are they vampires? To, I don't know. Man. <laughs> I'm just wondering if he's like. Well, I don't we, think you need that unless <laughs> they're operating at home. Nah, that, that could be a whole other. <laughs> that's a that's a 20 minute uh, they're, story. They're, they're, they're doing. Uh, I don't know. They're doing surgery at home. <laughs> so yeah, so the GL plumbing that was four years ago. You got out of the the union. You started hustling. You got on your own. Yeah. That's a challenge, and it's a lot of referrals. A lot of oh, that's oh, all it he, was. He works. He works. He's on his own. Talk to him. I had a buddy, um, one of the GCs. I do a lot of work for Rose Gold Homes. My buddy Andrew used to do work for him on the side, but he couldn't handle it because he had too much work. He says, "Can you you start working for Mike? Mike Ferreira is his name. He owns Rose Gold Homes." He's a great guy. So you would go in, and these are custom and then, homes? Yeah, now he does a lot of custom renos, not only full house. Like, we're doing a couple, four or five full-on custom homes, whether it's a reno, but a full gut, or a brand-new build. It's almost the same thing anyways. Yeah. But then he does, like, he'll do, we renoed a couple of bathrooms in a house and a kitchen, a full basement, stuff like that. And then he's trying to, we're trying to get into some commercial work. You ever get yeah. clients that are asking for copper? In Resi? Nobody asked um, for that? Yeah, you get the older guys. They go, they don't like the plastic. They've seen the copper, they want copper. But for the most part, 90% of the time, the people are fine with PEX. They know it's going to be quicker. I've had guys who want the opener because they know it's commercial grade. I want this in my house. I have one builder. We did his shop in opener, and he goes, I want this in all my, all my jobs you do. What's the price increase from PEX to opener? Well, you're talking about grade A packs to grade yeah. B, grade B packs, right? So, so you're pretty uh, close. Opener, uh, maybe like a 20% more. And then copper gets more. you to where? Like copper is twice as prices of opener? Well, you can get 100 feet of opener. Uh, are we going to talk pricing? I'm just curious. Just ballpark. Well, a length of copper, 12 feet. What is it now? 30 bucks. Oh, really that much? Yeah. Never mind. I had to just priced out a length. I used getting a, a length of copper three inch type L. I was getting it for under two hundred bucks. Holy now, cow! It's like three fifty. It's all the copper COVID, and electrical and, COVID, and plumbing. Covid fucking made all these prices shoot up. A length of four inch. I need sometimes I need four inch because I do boiler repairs. And, Boiler uh, repairs on the domestic boilers in yep. condos. Just to buy a length for like little pieces for repairs, it's like six hundred bucks for the damn length. And Jeez. I was paying before COVID under four hundred dollars. Isn't all this copper being made here in Canada? I don't think so. It's not like the uh, raw it material. Depends. I thought the raw material was all coming. They're sending all these scrapyards. When I send them stuff, they're still sending it back to China. Really? For the most part. So that's the reasoning why the pricing is going up then. Yeah. So now you're getting into resi. You got COVID going. You got a crew going. And come, and I'm also already de only also dealing with my personal like I'm out of total out of COVID put me rolling out of my routine, and uh, you know I'm tr still trying to get work. But a lot of guys, property management went to screeching halt because they don't want no one in the buildings. 
we were servicing. Yeah, but buildings were still falling apart. Yeah, but they don't. I was doing a lot of preventative maintenance. So they just so stopped it was all like that. Renovations and preventative. That kind of just went done no we're not going only if the building's floating away do you go in <laughs> you know if it's leaking or, or or if there's a leak or something's broken and uh, anyways a, a leak or a flood that was it you get a call you get a call before after that anything that was construction related uh brand like reno or preventative maintenance uh we're gonna put that on the the back burner has it returned yeah it's coming back okay it, it started definitely then uh, actually one of my property managers said uh, as of october because they the, for the summer a lot of the people either took a break or they they took a break or they um they haven't been meeting okay but now coming in october november things are like they're starting to realize they gotta start upkeeping these buildings i was like you can't you can't neglect them because now they've been saying, oh, we're saving a lot of money. But now there's shit that's breaking. So yeah, but these buildings, and in, in, in Toronto has some of the highest maintenance fees for any kind of ownership of a, a building. Yeah, well, everybody wants to get paid. Yeah, and so then, the, but the money's coming in, but the money's not being spent. Yeah. Which means that you guys are not getting the work. Yeah, but the money. then if the money sits there, they're not going to get money for the next year, so they got to spend it. So it's basically the whole public sector kind of... We got to spend this. We got to spend yeah, this. So no, the PO's got to go through. By the end of the year, they're going to come and call you and say, okay, you can change all this pipe Ugh. because we got to spend $40,000. So how do you handle that? You're gonna, <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to get a whole other crew? I'm going to have to get guys on subs, my sub. My and just bring them in. Or buddies of mine that want to do stuff on the side. I call them my old guys that I worked with. Say, hey, you want to make some cash on the weekend? You want to take a couple of days off or pay whatever? And then you get it done. Because right now, I don't know if it's later on in the segment when we're talking about bone to pick with the industry. Oh, fuck, for sure. The hardest thing on earth right now, the hardest thing as a non-union contractor, whether it be electrician, HVAC, plumbing, carpenter, is finding a good tradesman. Everybody has this problem. A good tradesman and qualified. I, right now, I've, I even, between LinkedIn I even use Facebook Market. I stopped using Kijiji because I had a horrible experience finding people on Kijiji. What was the horrible experience? Oh, my God. Like guys would just lie on the yeah, phone? Like, or lie to your face? Yeah, just like they're totally not suited to, for construction. Oh, I want to start an apprenticeship. And then like I want to get paid to, for when I leave my house. Like what? Huh? Is that how it works in any other job? If you worked at <laughs> McDonald's and you left your house at 2 in the morning... And you started at four. I had to pay you for those two hours. Someone are actually you on had crack? the he had the balls to actually say, "I want to be paid from the moment I left yeah, my house." Yeah, I'm like, are you uh, are you serious, kid? Where do you live? Where do you N Niagara like, Falls? I'm, no, man, I'm not paying you from the moment you leave yeah, your well, house. So from the moment, it's like when I say, if I leave for a service call, if you say, I start the clock when I. But that's leave. a service but that's different. call. My vehicle is on your clock. Exactly. Right. This is a different story. You start at seven. I don't give a shit what time you you and this leave is your a house. Kid? This is a kid. That's yeah, like a twenty-two-year-old kid. This is millennials are like I don't know. They're out of left Everyone field. Everyone knows how I feel about millennials. Oh, they're but in left field, buddy. Yeah, but you're dealing with it all the time. I can hire twenty-five apprentices tomorrow. I want a plumber. I want a guy that's fifth year. I want a fourth year. Someone who has like, I can put him in a truck, give him a a green kid, and go. And take care of it, and yeah. you just call just to say hello. Oh, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna come by and, and check on you. Got to make sure they're working. I need someone with experience to find that is like, 
the worst, the hardest thing on earth. But I thought most people that are getting into the industry are going towards electrical, plumbing, HVAC. Yeah, but they're all new. All these kids are taking this pre-apprenticeship course. You got a million of them going to these pre-apprenticeship courses. They do six months. They learn about every trade, the main trades. And then all of a sudden, they gear themselves towards something. And then so I have, uh, I have 20, I have kids in, in messaging me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, all wanting, I, I did a pre-apprenticeship course, I don't have any experience, I'm doing so-so right now, but I'd like to start an apprenticeship. It's like, I can't do anything. You have no experience, what am I supposed to do? Hire a company full of kids that don't know anything. I don't have that many trenches to dig. Yeah, <laughs> and that's basically it. If I had a pipeline to dig, go right ahead, get 20 kids, go. But I don't. And also now, there's they changed those ru the rules for apprenticeship. What was uh, that? For the ratio for apprenticeship, plumber to apprentice. What? Used to be three to one. And now it's? One to one. Why they do that? Because they don't want a company full of unexperienced people. And they want, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the exact, uh, I'd have to look it up. I should have looked it up. I'm just curious up. about that. There's a one-to-one -one ratio. I always thought it was a one-to-one -to, -one to begin with. No, it's three-to-one. Three-to-one that you can bring in. You could so have one plumber, three apprentices. Now it's a one-to-one. -one. How are you as a person, as a master plumber, supposed to take on three apprenticeships? That's juggling a lot of new guys. No, but also it doesn't mean that you three brand new kids. Like yeah. a, someone who's a fifth year, someone's a third year, someone's a first so year. So different stages. Yeah. Well, okay. A fifth year, they better be able to work by themselves. Yeah, third for sure. Third year... They should be able to work on their own pretty good. Except, you know, maybe they have certain things they haven't done enough of that they don't know. A first or second year, yeah. Uh, it's hard to manage two or three kids at a time. You're babysitting all day. You don't get anything done. I just had Patricio in here. So he's a master electrician for 22, 23 years. And he didn't have a lot of good things to say about the pre-apprenticeship programs yeah, and schools. Yeah, no, it's a waste of their money. Yeah, he just... Come, come on site and work. That's exactly what he said. Site, he, get he on said, the site and work. You spent one week you with me. You spent six grand for nothing. Yeah. Give me half and I'll teach you more in three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> and that's what I've been telling guys. It's like start... start. But how are you supposed to do that? Now you become a teacher almost full-time. You talk about me getting this, like this is a whole other full-time job doing the podcast. You become a teacher full-time and a master plumber and you yeah. got to deal with your business. Yeah, it's insane. You can't do that, man. Some days I'm on the phone all day, all day long. You don't get anything accomplished. And then you got to have the team that can and accomplish. Tell that they're trying to delegate work and trying to be on the phone all day, it doesn't work. So you know, like Jeff, it's just going to continue that way. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, it's so hard. It's You find that diamond in the rough, you got to hold on to them. I got two guys that are gold, and you just worry about they might leave you. You, you know, think about it. I don't know if you worry about it because it can't happen. Don't worry about it. You can't. You yeah. can't. It's going to consume you. Yeah. But you take every precaution to make sure you take care of them because they're your bread and butter. Yes. Because in order for me to move forward, I need guys working so that I can go chase more work. I can go collect money, make more contacts, well, all that stuff that encompasses running a company, not just the actual physical work, we can all do it. It's the back, the back end of the business that needs to get done, so you need guys you can trust. What's the ratio you're seeing, the diamond in the roughs? Like, what are you, like, you're finding a, a, a decent tradesperson well, okay, for every 20? Is, there aren't going to be a lot of good tradesmen out there available to work, because if they're good, they're already working. 
that's the truth. <laughs> no, that's the truth. They already found <laughs> They're somebody. They're already locked in somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You know? But how do you find those guys and the girls that are like they're interested? They're 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 hungry. You can see that it's in their eyes versus the other guys that want to get paid from the moment that they leave their house. They put in that little extra effort, you know, they're not always asking the first if if the money. Kid, as soon as they they say so how much I get paid. It's like, don't worry, you're going to get paid. I'm not doing this for you're not doing this for free. Yeah, but all these young guys and girls, they need to understand that you can't that's that can't be your first question. Can't be the second, can't be the third. If you ask me, I if you take a if it's a like I had this apprentice that I just hired, he didn't ask me for 2 weeks until I paid him what he was getting hourly. I brought it up to him. I was like, "Okay, so this is your second week putting your hours in because I do a bi-weekly. Instead of weekly, we do bi-weekly and uh, half the amount of paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> less my accountant goes less goes crazy doesn't go as crazy, right? So it works out that way. And then how did he react to that? He, he got okay his first paycheck and he saw the numbers and well, he, he, everything's e-transfer. Okay, yeah. I, you notice that? <laughs> Nobody wants paper anymore. No. Everybody just wants email e-transfer. Email the stub and e-transfer boom, the boom, money. Boom. It's way better. And you got to love I don't, that. I don't have to waste all the envelopes. I know my old employers must have spent thousands of dollars just in envelopes. Stamps <laughs> and everything like that. But now the bank is taking advantage of us because they keep charging all for service every... Fees. Yeah. It's just yeah, a joke, man. Whatever. They know that they can make money because everybody's doing e-transfers now. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. It's easy. It's it's convenient. You get the money right away. Here's the secret word. There you <laughs> go. Or you have auto deposit. Yeah, you can works. do that as well too. Yeah. So I just recently set that up. I've, I've for the longest time. You kept everyone. On. Everyone's like, why do I gotta send you a password? <laughs> just set up your auto deposit. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I'm so old school. I just see that as like, ah, fuck, I'll set it up another time. <laughs> like, <laughs> but are you handling all your own paperwork? Or you finally got to the point where you well, hired I have somebody? my wife. Okay, she's there you our go. administrator. She takes care of all that. That's a smart move. Yeah, she does all the emailing, all the proposals, all the f- contracts. She does all my everything. Anything to do with a computer, she's on it. It helps now that she's COVID, she works at home. Send this guy an invoice, send this guy. I can do it on my phone too, my or my iPad or whatever. Send my invoices through QuickBooks, but I just she does it. She but does she's it. she's offloading a bunch of work that you oh, don't have yeah. to worry about it now. Yeah. And then you can start now if you can somehow do that. That support system is great. But you got to do that now on the job site now. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're only gonna get bigger, Jeff. Now slowly. It's the point. That's the plan. I don't want to get too big because then it just becomes like too much to manage. So you've got like the two solid guys, but then you got another two guys that that are working with you. But then you also have the subs. Yes. How many jobs are you taking on in any given day? You doing two jobs, or are you doing one job, depending on the scope of the job? Okay, so I'll have two. I'll have two guys on two crews and two jobs, and then I run around doing service calls sometimes. Some days I'll do two, three things of service calls, and then I'll have my guy. Right now he's hunting my main guy Tyler. He'll take my van and he'll he'll take the van one of the vans and he'll go and do service calls at night, yeah. evening. He he he's single and he's hungry and he wants to make money, so I take care of him and he takes care of me. Stuff like that. But that's right. the hard part is that every contractor, every person that I've ever spoke, I've had guys reach out to me and send me DMs going, "Listen, I need so and so. I need." Framers are looking, plumbers are looking, electricians are looking. Everybody's looking. I need Everybody. a plumber. I need a fucking plumber. A like, good plumber. Like a three to five year apprentice. I would love a fourth or fifth year apprentice. And I'll get him, he'll stay with me, get his license. I'll get him, put him in a van with a kid and he can go. So where else are you looking? You Indeed, you're looking. Indeed. Oh, that was the one I missed. Yeah. Is Indeed. 
Yeah, nah, it's just it's hard because they're all guys with issues. These are the guys that are looking for work on these site on these websites. They all have issues. Like what kind? Like the because the money? They're, they're, no, they're, they're, they either they don't they're, they don't show up to work every day, so they're always rotating companies. What do you mean they don't show up to work every? They're those three day? a day guys. They get a check, they disappear. They come. You never, you never had experience. No, I never in? experienced that. I mean, I, I, I never even. I know a lot of guys have experienced guys rolling in late, like 10, 15 minutes no, late. No, no, no. If not two hours late. You have never experienced you know, the, the degenerate friggin' tradesmen. No, <laughs> I haven't experienced. <laughs> they're those. the ones that don't have the work because they're always rotating jobs. They, they go to one company. They work for a couple months. They always have they have issues because they're either drunk or they're always chasing pussy or whatever. So they can't get up in the morning or all fucking high as a kite, you know, no, smoking weed and all kinds uh, of stuff. Other stuff. We can buy it at the corner store now. And they're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys are, and then they they realize, wait a minute, my bank account's down to zero. Yeah. And I need some money. Yeah. So I'll make a few phone calls and see which plumber is gonna let me on his job site. Yeah. And you just, you go through that, ah, yeah, 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 they give you the whole story, work hard, I've done this, I know how to do this, I know how to do that, give me a chance, da 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 and then all of a sudden, you this guy, fuck, you can't trust shit, you can't, you set up, you schedule stuff, oh, I'm coming late, I'll be late, yeah, show up on site at 8, they don't come till 10 o'clock, the next day, oh, I can't, you know, what? they get the call, phone call, uh, I can't make it today, I have always some issue, my ex-wife this and that, or my mother, or my fucking kid, I'm like, are you want to work or not? I can give you work six days a week, every day. You let them know this. You let yeah, them all know course. this. Yeah, of course. I want to fuck. I want someone who's going to work. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, I want someone who's going to work and wants to work. So where not. else can you find these people? You got to go union. That's where you find them. Yeah, but I don't, can't do that. That's crazy. They would take things. Oh, you already, margins are already tough. And then you go, you go union, then you shrink. You gotta, your margin's got to be 25%. For you to go to union, because then it goes down to fifteen ten. Is it cutthroat in the union when it comes to subs, like the hiring the plumbers and things like that? I don't really know, because I don't, I don't. I you didn't don't, start in it. You didn't. I don't know the back end and what what, what they charge and how how things work with the union, because there's like there's crazy amount of fees. Like they've got they got pension, they got all the everything. Uh, there's all kinds of fees. There's so that, many fees that they got to pay the union. Titles that oh. are attached to these fees, oh, and you're like, insane. "What's this for? What's I think this for?" Every for? hour, every uh, if a plumber in the union is making fifty bucks an hour, I think the owner is charging at least one hundred and twenty a head. I don't doubt it. If not more. So you got to wonder. The package, the union package alone on fifty bucks is probably seventy five eighty wow. an hour. And wow. then he's making maybe another 40 a head on an hour on his head. So it makes sense for you to stay. Mind you, all the plumbers I know, they stay in commercial and custom resi. Yeah. That's they what do, I want. They, you don't even get into track resi. What's track resi? Like just subdivision. No, no, no. I don't want to do subs, subdivisions. Yeah. They can leave that to the pr production plumbing. Plumber. Yeah, because they'll come because in. Because they go in and just destroy everything, and the guy has to come in and fix it at all. <laughs> I've done it a million times. <laughs> I, I get the game. I understand. You got to perform. You got to produce. You, you you're not you're not there to make it look if anything look nope. pretty. Nope. If the stack looks good there, looks good there. But then at the end of the day, when I go into rental the do rental the basement, now I got to chip the floor and and run the fucking stack to the wall because you're not going to build a column in the middle of the floor. No. Because <laughs> they don't care. They They're, don't give a th shit. This is, this, where, is, this is where the pipe ends. Th this is I'm not going to get a coupling 
An extended three feet. Isn't that a sad thing, Jeff? Isn't that a sad thing that they have a coupling in the van, but they don't want to go out to the van to go no, get the coupling? No, oh, the pipe ends here. We'll that, put the 90 that, and the clean out right here. Four feet away from the wall. <laughs> under the stairs. <laughs> it's true. We've seen it so many times in subdivision homes, man. It's retarded. It doesn't oh, make sense. Just add, do a little due diligence and make it look good. You know, you don't That's have to funny. like, you know, if you know, whatever, you get glue drips. I get it. Some guys are anal. Some guys don't care. Some guys make it look like a Christmas tree, <laughs> like it's like ornaments on them. On, but, you know, everyone's different. What do you mean they make it look like a Christmas tree? The ornaments. There's good grapes hanging off this thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, half a can of glue on a fitting. It's crazy. What is it? He's just like as if he's Picasso and yeah, he's painting it yeah, with the glue. Exactly. Is that what's going on? Why is he putting so much glue on? Just in case he didn't put glue inside the yeah, fitting. Yeah, he didn't trust himself the first time. <laughs> crazy. I've seen those fittings, man. Yeah. And I was always wondering why is there so many freaking drips here, man? I don't get it. But he's just that's what he's doing. Yeah, he doesn't trust himself. <laughs> it's just too much glue. As if it's if the pipe is clean, you make no burrs. This is what gets the leaks. If the pipe is dirty. And it has burrs, and you put glue on the dirt and the burrs, whether it's the fitting or the pipe, it's going to create an air bubble, and you're going to get a leak. You're creating a void. Yes. It doesn't matter if it's like, what is it, like maybe a 32nd or... Oh my God, 40, 64th. So yeah. It's going to, air will push through it. That's why if you do air tests, you'll, you'll hear it. Even water tests even more because the head pressure... We'll, we'll make the leak. So you'll get, you'll get a junior plumber grab a sawzall or something, just cut it rough as if the yeah. beater, a beaver's looking at yeah, it going, yeah. hey, that's not that bad. He chewed on it. And then all of a sudden, they'll just put it in. Not even clean the burrs. No. Just put it in, not Technically, realizing. you're supposed to ream the outside and the inside. Yeah. But, but nobody does that. Nobody does that. That's like, that's like if you're doing XFR in a condo commercial unit and you have time to burn. And you go there and you, you ream the outside, ream the inside. I've been noticing that a lot of the U.S. uses mostly... PVC. Yeah. I above. get that on Instagram. No, they use PVC everywhere. Yeah, but we use PVC and then they underground. See Instagram, they say, like, what are you using that black pipe for? What is that? They don't know what ABS is. They use PVC I everywhere. I know. But Canada, is Canada the only country? or like, I, don't I, know. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know where else they use... I mean, I would think I've ABS production... ABS can't be only... only used in canada i don't think i don't know i, I mean, honestly don't know all i know is that in the uk hot's on the right that's all i know <laughs> it's the other way around yeah, right backwards it's a bit, well technically we're backwards yeah that's what i learned right so you like i learned that uh do you know why we drive on the right side of the road and they drive on the left side of the road no enlighten me lancers back in the old english days so oh. the lancers were always on the left and they would charge at each other that way. So when cars started being made... Because they would be left, right-handed correct. men holding the lance So they just the right said hand. this was the mode of transportation. It was always on the left. So technically speaking, we're the new world, first of all. So we're all lefties. <laughs> That's what I'm a lefty is. anyway, so <laughs> it works for it me. <laughs> but what was that? Yeah, so I'm trying to think of Canada is the only ABS place, I guess. I don't know. We'd have to look that up. I got to figure out. Well, I mean, we got plumbers listening, so they're trying to figure it out as well. But I mean, yeah, U.S. is all PVC, man. And we use our PVC down in the, and just underneath the ground. That's all it is. That's yeah, where we put it. Well, above ground, El Resi. Oh, really? Yeah, you can use a bit ABS. Oh, no, 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 saying, no. Sorry, 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 no, no, sorry. No. Yeah, you can use a little bit of ABS underground if it's just like in the immediate no, area. No, you can do ABS. Why not? All PVC underground? is cheaper. That's why you use it. 
Really? You use PVC underground because it's cheaper. Is it better? Same no, pipe. It's it's actually thinner pipe. You know, have you ever so cut it and how it, it, it kind of shatters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It almost seems like central vac pipe. Yeah, it's, you know it's what I mean? thin. Well, you're supposed to use green. Green for drains and then yeah, white sanitary. for storm. PV, you could use ABS. Why not? Just more expensive. Go buy a length of a four-inch ABS and four-inch PVC. It's like a, a, a quarter of the price. So, I mean, we got off this tangent because we were talking about putting more glue because he wasn't sure of himself. Yeah. Why not just get a proper cutter and just guillotine and cut it? Yeah. Or I guess because the cutters for three inch or four inch pipe is too expensive. No, wait, what do you, unless. But if you're doing this as a business and then this is your profession. Of course. You would have the you right have tools. shears. I even have like yeah. electronic shears. They only cut up to two inch. But for four inch, I mean, you can use a sawzall, but deburr it. You have cutters, yeah. four inch cutters. Yeah, to clean it. Of course. It's well, again, a lot of guys, we all, we, the sawzall just is multi-purpose. Yeah. So you have the sawzall, you cut wood. You can wood, cut the you frame, cut, you, can you can cut, cut the pipe. You cut everything with it. You yeah. have to cut whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, but it's nicer to get a nice whole yeah, saw. Yeah, of course. Drill the exact what you need. Exactly, give a little bit of space. Exactly. Let it but nestle. But we all end up using the sawzall at some point because it's just multi-purpose. Instead of carrying a million tools, you got one. That's it. It's right. done. But you just got to make sure you deburse things or you make at least proper cut and clean it. Or else that's what gets leaks. I the first time I guess early in my construction career when I saw a plumber actually take apart a fitting that was already glued. After it was well, I have the reaming tools now. You ever I know, seen but those? I saw that and I was like, I never thought that that was possible. I didn't think you could do that. I thought once you put the fitting in there. Well, now they have the reamers. Reed makes those reamers. Yeah, to re to ream it up. But, but I've seen them take it out with channel locks and just wiggle it. Oh yeah, it. wiggle it out. And, and it comes if, right out. Then if, you clean it up, and then all of a sudden you can maybe the angle wasn't set properly. Yeah, maybe it wasn't fully set. Okay, so like this is a few minutes, like not even a few. Yeah, I would say a few minutes. Was after it a, ABS or ABS? Yeah, ABS. It wasn't set. He probably had a lot of glue. So it was going to take a bit of time for it to set. So yeah. he was able to pull it apart. The reamers are game changer. Oh, I love those things, man. You can ream. We have from four inch to inch and a half. You can ream. You can reuse any fitting now. It, nice. re, it reams it just a touch bigger. So you got to do. You have to put extra glue because it's to fill in that gap. What's the glue actually doing, Jeff? The glue is burning. It's melting the melting. two pipe, the two the materials together. That's what it's doing. Yeah, it melts it. Any of the glues. So if you're using a PVC uh, glue, put the ABS glue on your hand, on your on your arm, and see what happens. It sucks because it when burns. it gets on the hair, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I can't stand it's a, it. It's a free wax job. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what else are they doing wrong when it comes to ABS or all the waste pipe? What else are they doing wrong? In what sense? I don't know. Are they putting enough slope? I know that there's a, a set amount of slope. Yeah, quarter inch per foot. Yeah, that's what an you want to live with. Eighth of an inch per foot on drain on underground drainage. Yeah, put slope. That's all it is. There's a there's some uh, inspectors. They just they don't give a still. I've come on. They've come on job sites. They don't want to see that. They know that you're going to air test the water lines. They know that you're going to air test the drains, but they want to make sure you have slope. A guy, one guy in Markham, he comes with a level. He doesn't care about anything else. He puts the level on everything. Doesn't give a he's shit. Really he's really never even He's never even looked at our gauges. He doesn't he, want to see the pressure. He knows that we're going to pressure test. He, he doesn't, doesn't care about the cue ball test? Yeah, he'll do the ball test. Okay. But I'm saying like waterline test, like air pressure. Okay. Like you have to sit. It's got to sit for an hour at 100 pounds. He doesn't care. 
He wants to make sure everything has slope. Are the inspectors still getting you guys to get onto the roof and fill up the vent pipes? Or are they just allowing you to cut it off beforehand? No, they're pretty good like they're, that. They're good, I mean, right? for the most part, I got, um, maybe he might be hearing this, but <laughs> I got an inspector in Oakville. He's not too, me and him don't uh, see eye to eye too well, but... <laughs> He, uh, he you can't, Jeff. You can't be friends with everybody, man. Yeah, exactly. That's just how it is, right? He threw all this, the book at us. Really? Because I've had an argument with him. For him, it's an argument. I'm being disrespectful. I think I'm allowed to have my own opinion. Yes, you are. Right? And also, inspectors are just like us, human beings, exactly. and they can make mistakes too. We've had it out a few times. He's just a little bit extra, and um, I, I don't even remember. He just gave us a really hard time at this one house in Oakville, not too far from here, actually. Uh, Third Line and QEW. So he was just, I don't know. And I might be meeting him again at another house in Burlington we're doing. All with the same guy, Rose Gold Holmes, Mike, Mike Ferreira from what Rose was, Gold Holmes. What was the issue that he had? Like, what was he oh, kind of... I'm trying to remember. Oh, okay. We had a stack. He wanted it to be two inches away from the foundation wall in the basement. And it was an inch. And he goes, oh, there won't be enough... Our value? Our value. He wanted us to move this stack an inch so it have enough spray foam. I'm like, dude, the house is stucco outside and brick, and we're going to so, spray foam the stack. What's an inch going to do? So what's the argument about all your vent stacks, oh all God. your inch and a half vents that are inside the wall assembly? That, that's, that's, he's overreaching. I, I said something to him that pissed him off over the phone, <laughs> and then he just came in through the book at me. <laughs> He doesn't like me. I'm a little bit of a loud mouth. What would you what'd you say? Can you oh, share? I told him he was ignorant or something for some other purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't like that. When I know, but you can throw the, the building yeah. envelope book at him and go, listen, man, that's not going to freeze. Water traveling through there is not going to freeze. Yeah. It's impossible, right? Are they still forcing you guys to put the heat recovery stack bullshit yeah, in? Yeah, it's bullshit. Is he it made, still in the code? Yeah, I had to put one in that house. I can't stand them. I argued with the, with the inspector. It's useless. It's I don't completely understand useless. how it's how they can a heat recovery is useless. How are you going to raise the temperature of the water when the water is traveling vertical? You won't. You won't. It's stupid. Yeah. It's a waste of money and and and, and work. I had and a that retired, stupid thing cost five hundred bucks for uh, what? And then installed. Yeah. Fucking useless. They serve Garbage. no purpose whatsoever, man. They're use. I put it on my sis. I put it on my Instagram one of my early days of my of my work. Yeah, I saw that. It's, it's a joke. It's a joke. It you know, that was a political thing, right? Huh. That was our, our lovely premiere at the time. Her mm -hmm. brother was manufacturing them. How do you pronounce the last name again? Di Gentomasso. Di Gentomasso. Yes, sir. I think you got almost every single letter in the alphabet there, yes, man. It's 13 there. It took me to grade 8 <laughs> to learn the damn thing. And I don't even have a middle name. Di Gentomasso. You know, my, my, my son is even worse. So I, because I had to give him like a super Italian name yeah. just to make up for that fucking manja cake word name I got. Um, his name is Gabriele. Yes. Domenico. Oh, man. Di Gentomasso. Try to say that. <laughs> Man, you got him in school. And he's got to put his hand up. No, they call him Gabri. Oh, okay, there we go. You know, you, but you know, you know, you know why he's named Gabriele? Why? My favorite soccer, well, second favorite soccer player. Okay. So, who's your favorite team? I don't. I don't follow. You don't sport. watch soccer. I don't okay, follow. So I'm sports. a Roma fan. Okay. Not Juve fan, like ninety percent of Italians. 
I'm not going to say what I think about them. Because <laughs> you'll get hate mail. Oh, shit. <laughs> you'll, you'll get hate mail. <laughs> good thing, good thing uh, Ronaldo's not on, on Juve anymore. My son loves Juve because of Ronaldo. He has a Ronaldo jersey. He wanted a Portugal Ronaldo jersey. I said never. I was like, but we got him a Juve one. <laughs> so, so my favorite player is Francesco Totti. I'm no, like, I don't know. I don't, you don't follow. follow. Okay, I don't follow, so man. the other he was the best player that Roma ever had, but I didn't want to give him the name Francesco because then they called him Cheech, which is a nickname for Francesco. Gabriele Battistuta. You ever heard of him? No. Who is he? He is an Argentinian Italian okay. soccer player back in the late late nineties. And he was probably those two were the best soccer players that ever played on that team. My Roma is my team. I wanted to give him a name like that, like an Italian name, nice name. Not, not you don't hear too much, right? Gabriele, Gabriel. Yeah, it's a beautiful name. Yeah, so I gave him that name because of my favorite. But you gave him every single letter of the alphabet. Yeah, man. Gabriele Domenico. Oh, Domenico is my grandfather's name. Okay, that's the reason. Domenico's a little easier. I mean, nicer flows better than my dad. My dad's name's Bruno. <laughs> it's a nice name, but it's tough guy name. Yeah, Bruno. Tough guy name. <laughs> If you want to talk to me about F1 or MotoGP, Formula One, yeah, then, I want to go to Miami next year. I'm going to wait until all this mess is over with, and then I'm when going to be they, traveling. Yeah, we were talking about an electrician on, uh, a joke. on the site. I've, 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 I've spoken to people. We want to go to that, that yeah. new, the new stadium they built in Miami. I go to Montreal a lot. So right, I've gone to they, the Formula But they didn't have it. No, no, no they, they didn't have it the last, last year. two years. Yeah, that's what it is. The last two years they canceled, but I've gone... A few times. I have family in Montreal. I'd well, love to go to Europe and see it. Yeah, that would be nice. But that's I, what I would love to Monza see. Monza would be nice. Aww. Well, I have family in Italy. We have family in Torino. Oh, yeah? So to go to Monza is like an hour and a half drive. It's nothing then. You know, you take the train. No problem. That's the beauty of Europe. Yeah. We got off of some... Oh, I was actually going to give up the creds Going again, on a man. tangent again. There we go. GL Plumbing Limited. Guys, uh, give them a holler. And anybody, anybody who's... Got to drive to actually plumb and knows a thing or two and wants to be a part of a solid team, reach out to Jeff and then don't bullshit him and show up on time and don't come in hungover or chasing tail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it, man. So Jeff.dg, D-I-G-I at glplumbing.ca and the Facebook and Instagram is gl.plumbing. What else you want to talk about here, Jeff? Uh, we were talking about... We're gonna be doing um, my supplier next. Oh yeah, is uh, let's let, one of my suppliers. I'm not my own, my main supplier. Let's say. So you deal with Next mostly. Mostly, like ninety yeah. percent. Next is fairly young, aren't they? The two owners from Noble split, and he locked them out from doing business. I believe. I'm not sure if that's the true story. The whole story. But they were originally the new. The owner of Next was part owner of Noble. And this guy opened up next, next, next noble, right? So. But next is doing really well. Your next is killing it, and the only thing they need that noble has is a twenty-four-hour desk. And they don't have that yet. They don't have that yet. But I mean, For all if you you're good with guys. your reps, if you're good with your reps, and you need anything after ten o'clock, you send in an email to Inside Sales, and and they'll take care of you. But it's hard, you know. It's unless it's super emergency. But a lot of guys after ten o'clock aren't going to answer their phone anyways. Noble, I know they have that 24-hour desk at Jane and Seven. They're open from 5 a.m. on Monday. But that's their headquarters, isn't it? Yeah, that's their head office, which the next one isn't far off. It's at Pine Valley and 407, which is just down the road, right? But that's what I noticed about Next is that they actually started building their whole business off of customer service. Yeah, great customer service. Understanding the plumber. Yeah, 
That's what I liked about it. The same, same, same setup as Noble. Just um, they're very geared toward like you want something in an hour and a half, you got it. For the most part, there's some days you're like, oh, where are you? Where's the truck? I've been waiting three hours. <laughs> but it happens, you know. There's yeah. like. But you were telling me before we got started that they're doing like the owners doing the something. The owner he put up a lot of money for I forget his name. My rep has told me his name a few times. I forgot his name. I should have looked it up. He put up a lot of money for this uh, Road Hockey to Conquer Cancer tournament that's going on at the end of the month. And a lot of me and a lot of plumbers that I know were, were part of, we have the same rep. We're going to be part of his team. But, I mean, we're always, they are encouraging us to get some donations on top if we can. It's always a good cause. Uh, raise money for cancer awareness. Do you know what the URL is? Or how do you, or can you go to Nex's website and they have it there? Yeah. You okay. go to Nex and you see the Road Hockey, Road to Conquer Cancer Hockey Tournament. Okay. That's what it is. So you can go and check it out or you can also donate it, right? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Of course. I think he sponsored almost, don't quote me on this, about 30 teams. Wow. So 30 different hockey teams are with just along with Next. So and each team is about $10,000 to register. Yeah. So that's how much he's already donated. He's not messing around. Yeah, no. He's very much into giving back to the community. If you're not doing anything on October 30th, end of the month, it's a Saturday, come out and support. And if you're not doing anything from now until the end of the month, you can donate. Go online and donate. I'm going to have my thing set up. I'm going to put it on my Instagram. And then if people want to donate, to share it, to share and let me know. You're going to yeah, put, put it as a link. Or, or you can do it for towards uh, my rep that I'm part of his team. He's not playing, he's going to be our coach and probably uh, he'll be beering us up. <laughs> uh, after after the fueling game fueling you up uh, fueling yeah. us um, keeping you warm exactly yeah uh, we're gonna be have, um, well, who knows what's gonna happen a lot of you have to be vaxxed to play but I don't have to be vaxxed to come and watch because it's outdoors it's gonna be I believe on, so that you have to be vaxxed to play but you don't have to be vaxxed to watch because we're in contact with the guys but spectators aren't but you're sitting beside people I think it's all standing it's all standing. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, maybe there might be like bleachers, but I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Maybe do be if the rules. I change don't know. Every, I don't know what the rules the are. The rules change all the time. Everything dramatically changed in got, Canada. I, the other day, I got in, went in a restaurant. They didn't check anything. The other, the other day, I went into a restaurant. They asked for my, my uh, passport ID. People, some people are care uh, are really like. Have you gotten clients asking? I haven't gotten a client. I've gotten clients asking. They've asked, eh? And I have, uh, I have clients asking. I have a buddy of mine, another uh, plumber. He's having problems with clients. A lot of his um, commercial work, property management work, they're refusing to have him personally go on site because he's not vaccinated. And he's vocal about it. He's a very pro-choice. He's not against or for. He just he doesn't want it. And now he's looking for plumbers that are vaccinated because he needs to get these jobs done. Looking for vaccines. So on top of trying to find a tradesman, One more. he's got another criteria. I need a vaccinated tradesman. <laughs> That's terrible, man. It's I don't, crazy. I don't, I don't agree with it, man. His name's I, Spencer. Owns ProStream Plumbing. Check okay, yeah, you were Instagram. telling me about it. Yeah. Great guy. So he's having a problem. Yeah, he's having a problem. He needs to find vaccinated men. My guy, my guys are vaccinated. Well, yeah. one he only has one, but I mean he's an apprentice, and uh, I'm vaccinated. Tyler's vaccinated. Uh, Mike's vaccinated. Daryl, I believe. No, Daryl. He's he's immune. He's a drain guy. 
if he doesn't have a disease by now, he, he'd be dead. <laughs> He's already in contact with everything. Yeah, man. gross. I, mean, uh, I remember. I remember when I first when I was a. That's kid. the one thing that makes me not want to be a plumber, man. Yeah, I'm sorry the drain to say. Part of it. Oh yeah, the man. Drain, well, that's why Daryl specializes it. His name's Daryl. Does he love King, it? Yeah, he loves it. I su- he sub I sub he's my sub for drains, power flushing, camera inspections. What's his handle again? A uh, King of Drains. King of at Drains. At King of Drains. He's okay. awesome. You need camera inspections, power flushing. Um, we collaborate when we do um, clean out cut-ins in condos where they have to power flush and camera the lines where there's no clean outs. We cut him in. He comes and flushes everything. We gotta get him on the show, he man. I'm sure he's awesome. got his share of stories, oh, man. Oh yeah, he if he's like in contact with everything. I remember the f- the very first time I did a flush and I, or I had a camera inspection. And the guys came in and they set it all up and then they got the camera all the way to the city side. Yeah. And they just sit, let it sit there and I'm like, what are we waiting for here? And he goes, we're just waiting for rats to come by. Uh, I'm like, what? So we had a pro- <laughs> one of our property managers. They were having problems. Um, this commercial unit, this. Bu- bunch of commercial area it was like i don't know 40 units they're having problems they backed up it was uh it was a spa that was throwing towels and all the used condoms everything and And they were all collected there was a pile of them in the catch basin in the and he went in there and spencer's the one that's coming no not spencer not spencer's and this is daryl king of drains he's right in there with the friggin with the power flusher just blasting at him it was funny. Is he wearing a face shield or a hazmat oh, no, suit? The, the, it was not, no, he should have, probably. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's just too much for me, man. That's yeah. way too much for me. But he loves it, huh? The smell of shit is money for him. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Ma- like lots of money. Yeah, big time. He's doing well. Good for him, man. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't fuck around that guy. Who else is on your team? Who else you got to get calling out to or... Who am I going to call out to? We got, uh, well, I got Steve at ne- Next Supply. He's okay. my main guy. He's and your I'm, main rep? Yeah. I okay. have, um, there's another guy inside sales with them, Matt Brook and Gaston Garcia. They're my, uh, if I can't get a hold of Steve, because he's got a newborn, so he's sometimes out of Disappears. commission. Yeah. So I have other guys that I'll call, but they are, I'll take care of me. And, um, and then I got my buddy Mike, Mike Pursuit Plumbing. Great guy. We do a lot of backflows together. We help each other out. Uh, we just um, put in a new backflow and tested backflows at International Cheese. Where is um, that? That's in Stockyards area. Okay. Uh, St. Clair and... Keel area. Keel. Yeah. St. Clair and Keel. Yeah. We do a lot of backflows together. We're doing a bunch of backflows on Innovation Drive up in uh, Vaughan. Okay. Uh, 27 and 7 area, 27 Langstaff. So when you guys are doing the backflows, you guys are breaking concrete and putting it in because they haven't. No, no, had you're, ta- you're thinking a backwater valve, a backflow preventer on the water system. Wait, mm. I think I've seen it. Yeah, you know what they are. Here, this is a backflow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't go on the ground. No, no, no. That you're goes talking, you're talking your about, supply. You're thinking of backwater valve. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking about for drain. a second. Yeah, yeah. So this you is guys on are the just, water supply. We and do, you guys are coming yeah, in and getting those in. Because I do in. the testing, he's getting a lot of the. A lot of his contra- buildings are, are requiring these um, backflows to be upgraded or even installed. Some buildings don't even have them. So we're cutting them all, bunching new ones in. I think right now, like I was going to do a partnership with someone, and then it becomes a, who's 50-50, who's got more work, who's getting more. I said, you know what, everyone, gotta open up your own company, and then you get your work, I get my work, 
and when we can work together, we do we it. work together. Because if you do, a, I'm 51 and you're 49, and or uh, that's my contact, that's your contact. I should be getting it. Just becomes sketchy. And yeah. You start. You start to do your friendships. I've had, I've had some falling out with people because of that kind of stuff. Even sub trades that I trade, like, like oh, I got you that contact. But they only went and did like three days work. And now this is an $80,000 job. And I carried all the material and I paid all the labor. And I've been babysitting the job. And I've been, you know, making all the phone calls. And I've been there the day to day talking to the owner, talking to the client, talking to the GC, coordinating everything. And you want fucking 50%? First of all, not 50% of the job. Because yeah. an $80,000 job is going to cost me at least 50 grand, 55 grand. It's 50% of the 50% profit. 50% of my profit? Good yeah. luck. If you're three days, I'm going to equate to that. And that's what you're just avoiding. And it's like, you know what, just because you gave me a contact, here's a cut, here's, a, here's your finder's fee, thank you. But a lot of that is coming on, those kickbacks. Yeah, a of lot course, of that bullshit. But people feel like, you know, they, you, don't become, you become a charity sometimes. People feel like, oh, you have a company, you can give me some, you know, give me some work. And then they think, oh, yeah, the they don't want to get an hourly. They want to get like a big cut. Or you want to sub guys out. It's like, yeah, well, I do $1,000 a day if you sub me. You're only going to work eight hours. You're going to make 1000 bucks. I don't even make that if I work hourly. I find that a lot of people are selfish. Eh? Yeah, they don't think because long they game. Think, they think you're a charity. Like, oh, this guy's making bank. This guy's making bank. He's making money. He's doing very well. I was like, I'm going to make some yeah, money Yeah, no, but with these him. guys don't factor in everything yeah, else that look, you have to do you, for I'm your sure business. I'll, I'll make you do a job. Yeah, exactly. I got WSIB. Yeah. I got government. There's I got all taxes. Kinds of overhead. I got insurance. Yes. I got vehicles. I got uh, every 15 of the month, I got to do uh, No, your payroll. Your, your, your tax, payroll taxes. Your deductions. Yeah. All that, that stuff. That, that, that six, seven grand. like, holy yeah. shit. Yes. All of a sudden, it comes out like yeah. for nothing. But then you want $1,000 for you your eight hours. Thousand bucks for the it, day. It doesn't work if, that way. If it's way. an emergency, yeah, sure. So these are old school guys that are acting like this, or the young guys? Young acting? guys. And old school guys don't want to work. They want to stay home. They're done. They're I'm home. finding a lot of the young guys are not realizing that there's so much more overhead that that thousand dollars isn't really a thousand dollars. Yeah, you know what? I'll do. You want to work? We we'll cut out a different deal, but guys are greedy. That's just the bottom line. Guys become too, I, too greedy. I see that they're not looking at the long they, game. No, you want you want a, you want a long term friendship or a long-term partnership let's work together or you want a long-term you, enemy you just, want, you just want to make bank for for one job and then i'm going to move on and find something that's else. basically what they're looking at it how they're looking at it you want to grease your pockets one day or fucking for the next three years it doesn't i'm every trade that i've spoken to they all understand the long game you have to it's not oh my god no, no, sorry no, pull, pull, pull the mic to you bring oh, it, pull it that's with me? it okay, yeah okay. bring it to you all right I don't know what I was saying. Uh, the long game, man. That's just all it is. Everyone is not paying attention to the long game. These kids want to get paid cake right now, today. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm 40 now. Okay? Let's say I want to have a Porsche in five years. What's they, with plumbers and Porsches? I don't know. I like sports cars. <laughs> I have no idea. Or let's say, let's go for a Lambo, right? <laughs> if I say I want one in five years, these guys want it now. Yes, they do. Fuck, relax. We'll get there. Slow and steady, because as fast as you make it, you can lose it. 100%. If you're going to make it quick, you're going to lose it quick. Yep. So pace yourself. Slow and steady. And I think if you make it slowly, you appreciate it Absolutely. more. Absolutely. If you make it quickly, you do not appreciate it. No, it's like it's so gr instant gratification. Yep. Boom, and I'm going to blow it. 
I got it, blow it. Blow it, blow it. Got it, blow it. That's not the name of the game here. No. There's I have nice things, but it's because I've acquired them over time. I had nice things before I had a company. And then I carry them over. It's like, oh, you got a fucking Rolex or you got this? Like, yeah, well, actually, yeah, so. But again, they're looking at the face value. They're not looking at what you've done. Yeah, they just think, oh, but you don't work. How do you, like, yeah, we don't work. I'm 24 7. Ask my wife. (laughs) I'm never home. But they don't whether, see that. Whether, whether it's actually working or out of, with a, going to see a job, going out for dinner with somebody, going to meet up with somebody. Nurturing the client, yeah, building exactly. the relationship. But you're never home. Never yeah. home. You're on. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'm having fun. I'm drinking. I'm, I'm whatever. But that's all fucking work. Yeah, because when they arrive on your job site, everything has been discussed and everything's already all set up and ready to go. Who do you think planned all that? Bingo. It wasn't you. It just haphazardly happened it by doesn't. evolution. It doesn't. <laughs> you spent all that effort, phone calls, meetings, yeah, discussions, exactly. suppliers. Pro- going back and forth with pricing, arguing, not everything. arguing about sometimes, but now I'm pretty much uh, whoever I deal with knows what prices are. And if I'm accommodating to a certain degree, especially depending on who you are, if I deal with you steady, we work accordingly. Yep. But that's I'm, what I'm I want reasonable, these kids. but I. I'm, I don't bend over backwards to get a job anymore. That's what I've learned. You learned to say no. I learned to say no, but I also learned to stick with my guns on my pricing. Because I, if I would go in at 40K, let's say, to do a custom home, and it's like, oh, no, can you do it like for 25? I mean, that's fucking $15,000. At the f- year one, I would have probably said yes. Said yes because I wanted the work and I was hungry. Not only I was hungry, almost, let's say, desperate because I, the contacts weren't there like they were now. And it's incredible how from day to day, week to week, you meet new people, you make new contacts. It's insane. I've always grew, grew up in like northwest part of Toronto, North York, Maple, Woodbridge. That was my area, right? We went from Yorkdale up to like Vaughan Mills, that whole area. That's in the last six months, the more business contacts I've made in restaurants, bars, clothing stores. I know, I know someone in every corner. Because you're constantly hustling. Constantly. So they think that you're not working when you're... No, I'm socializing. Yes. Yeah. They think it's socializing. Yeah. It's deal. not. It's business. Absolutely. It's a contact. It's no different than any of these big CEOs on the golf course. Bingo. Golf is I not need to pick about that up, actually. playing. No, it's about contacts. It's yes. about making a relationship with yes. someone. It's being on a being on a different level with someone where they are comfortable with you. They learn to trust you. And then when they learn to trust you, they give you work and they give you money. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's true. But give you money for work, obviously, not for free. I joke about (laughs) it that it's a lot like Inception. When you have these conversations and you socialize and you just... You're not going after the sale at that moment. No, never about What it. you're doing is you're, you're making a friendship. Exactly. And you're presenting yourself because what happens is when that contact needs your services, you're the first one to come up. Absolutely. Not somebody else that they just saw or they just met or, or they just tried. I know guys I've known that a restaurant that I just became friends with the owner. And then he called me. He goes, can you come fix my ice maker? He knows 10, 15 plumbers. But he called you. But he called me because we just met. He said, God, let me call him. And I came the next day. And you left an impression when you spoke to him. And then I go to his restaurant and um, 
they give me the bill and then I pay it. And then I go to the bathroom. I see him at the back in the kitchen and he goes, Hey, you finished? He goes, make sure you don't pay the bill. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, your, your server came and gave me the receipt. I just paid the invoice, the bill. And he goes, you motherfucker. He goes, he goes, you're not supposed to pay. It was like a $200 bill. I, yeah. I tipped them like 250. I gave the waiter two. It was like decent tip, right? And I didn't. I wasn't expecting anything for free. I don't expect anything for Never. free. And I don't give work away for free. And he's like, you're not supposed to pay the bill. He goes, you eat for free here. I'm like, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. You know, I don't know if you ever heard in Woodbridge, uh, Gente Osteria. That sounds familiar. Very good restaurant. Okay. Very good restaurant. Check it out. Gente Osteria. It's at Langstaff and Weston, just south of Langstaff. All right, let's get back on track here. We're All almost right. getting close to wrapping it up. Sounds good. How are we um, doing so far? Am I good? We're doing fucking great, man. Yeah? It's amazing. Yeah. All right, good. Okay, so now I, I actually you know what, Jeff. I want to ask, where are you going to take the business from here? Yeah, that's a You're good question. You're four years into it. Yeah. You've got a, a, a bunch of experience before that. Yeah, I want to. You've seen good, bad, and ugly. Oh, of course. All I, kinds. I, I survived COVID. You, sur- you're, COVID. you survived and survived. And financially. And financially. I, I, I took it hard for a bit. Mentally, physically, I was like, I was down. I was like, I was just not in a good place. Were you place stressed to... because of providing for the people that are yeah. in your life personally and also well, professionally? Also, I had a couple of, I had four or five guys at the time, and I had to lay one off right away. And then it was four of us. And um, I carried the two more guys through all. I carried everyone for another two, three months. And then come the end of March, May, beginning of June, one of our van, vans fucking blew up on a site. Like the transmission just exploded. It was Ooh. an old Savannah. It oh, was there okay. we go. The thing probably didn't have an oil change in two years. That's why it exploded. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that thing, that, then that, that kind of like was, I don't know. I kind of remember that bring the camel that broke the back, camel's the, back yeah what yeah. is it the straw that broke the, straw, the, con- yeah. the camel's back that's yeah. the saying because then i just like i don't know i just that day i remember snapping and i just was like fucking so all the other pressure like, this is all at the beginning of covid yeah this was like march april last may year. june okay. of last year and then that when that happened that day i just kind of like fucking sunk into like not a depression but like just Maybe a dep- like a slight depression. I know what you're talking about. Because I was just like, I was just down. Just an anxiety yeah, kind of Yeah, because everything else was piling up. Like, I'm, I, I'm losing work. I need to carry these guys. I don't want to send them home because if I need them later, they're going to disappear. I know one of the kids was going to be gone too because his dad is a sheet metal worker for a union company. So eventually I goes, I, I told him his name was Alex, great little, great young kid. You knew that he was going. I was like, yeah, I, I, I treated him like my brother, but... I said, I know, Alex, your eventuality is you're going to union because I know your dad's going to push you to get into it. So it was fine. It was good. I ended up getting, laying him off and this other apprentice, Portuguese kid, Emmanuel. And then it was just me, Tyler, and uh, another kid for months and months and months. And it was Tyler carrying me because I was just not in a good headspace. So whatever work we had, he kept us going. It was for a month or two. We were doing two days, three days a week. But then all the work started coming back. I started feeling better. I started exercising again. I got the, honestly, for me, if I don't work out, I mean, I don't look like I'm in the greatest shape. No, but if you don't have that exertion. That, it keeps me mentally sharp. 
It does. Every morning, like I'm, I'm even working for somebody. When I worked for somebody, I always got up at five. Always got up at five. Had to be on the job for seven, six thirty. Depends on what it was. So I'm programmed for five o'clock. I don't give a shit if I go to bed at two o'clock, half drunk. I still get up at five. I've gotten some DMs from you like five o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, well, I'm thinking, or on the <laughs> toilet at four in the morning, and we start messaging each other. But because uh, I, I know you're up, yes. so I might as well, you know. So I know you're up working out in the garage, so might as well chat. Not too many people are up at that time. So my so the turnaround my, when the business started getting some more work. I started feeling better. Better. I, started, I, I, I kind of pulled up my socks and I had to say, listen, don't let this slip away. You've done, this is you built too something. far. I did lose, not, not fully lost. I kind of, he stopped giving me work, one of my property managers. But we regained the relationship, which is good. And then um, other than that, it's gone. I've, it's become a really big learning experience, COVID. And it's made me stronger and more appreciative of what I have. This was a turning around. I've made yeah. more money since in January till now than I think I did all the last year. Really? Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's and you're feeding your guys. Yeah, I want to take care of them. And the family yeah. life is better, and everything's yeah, like yeah, yeah. so less stressed, right? Well, now I have a le- because it becomes so much busier. My son was doing rep hockey and soccer pre-COVID. Holy it was cow. insane. I never a day off. They some days was like practice, practice, hockey game. Hockey game, soccer game, hockey game, soccer, uh, soccer practice. Holy it was cow. like double, double duty some days, every day. And we, uh, we told them, like, listen, after COVID and everything calmed down, we like, realized, okay, this is like crazy. We have to like calm down. So we told them, you have to pick one. So now he's just doing soccer. So. Did he pick the right one? He's little. He's <laughs> not going to be uh, no hockey player, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, who knows? He's nine. You never know. I don't know. He might be a giant. You never but know. But me and my wife are tiny. I'm like five, six. She's like four, nothing. No, five. Oh, she's going to hear this. Put it in. Put it in. She's five foot two or something like that. She's so going to kill have... you now. She's going to kill you, We don't man. have the genetics my, for large. My girlfriend's not tall either, but I can never talk about her height, man. But I know that she's got her six-inch pumps, right? Oh, yeah. That's just stick some... that in the side of your head. <laughs> That's funny. Stiletto right in the face. <laughs> yeah, no, So it's no. good. It's good that you basically... We had to, like, scale you it down. But it, we adapted. Also, my wife's working from home, so she has the time. Before, she would have to go to the studio all the way downtown. Yeah. Finish at 5 and subway back. And by the time she came around, it was 6.30. He has games at 6. Now she's home. She logs off. She has to log off a little early. She does it. I have... If I'm out... I'll meet them at the, uh, the field or the arena. My daughter also, she does gymnastics and soccer too. So it's a lot of running around. But now with my wife home, it helps a lot for the business where I can, I can schedule an extra call or an extra client to go see another job because I won't have to be available at four anymore. I, have, I can go and meet them. Do you so have her- any downtime at all? Like when you actually are finishing your work day and you hop into your truck and you're going home, I'm assuming, like myself, you're making phone calls because that time it's in my, traffic. Uh, my, biz, my office is my truck. Yeah. I get in my truck. I work out. I work out. I'd say I go to the, I get up at 5, leave the house at 5.30. I go work out from 6 to 7.30. 7.30, I'm on the phone. Yeah, starting. Phone calls. Prior to that, working out is texts. 
or reading emails. Do you go through the same thing I do where you get up so early that you have to wait a certain time before you can start making yeah, phone calls? Yeah, I want to text people. Because I don't well, want to disrupt people. My accountant hates me. I'll message him at <laughs> 6 in the morning. And he's like, what are you doing texting <laughs> me at 6 he's o'clock? Like, he, uh, he, only, he only responds about 7, 7 o'clock, 7.30 to me. I'm asking, oh, can you pay the WSIB for me? Or can you look at this for me? Or blah, 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 blah. Or whatever the case, I need. I always bust his chops. It's, he's might been my friend since we were... In our teenagers, <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He goes if if Jeff's busting my balls in the morning, he's everything's good. Yeah, good morning. You're getting your day started. <laughs> yeah. you're getting, I, I've had a, a few black clients. All of a sudden, they'll text me like ten o'clock at night, and I'm upset about it because the day ends at six seven when it comes. Yeah, to Yeah, but that's what my wife hates about I, me. I know, but what she I goes, do, you got me. Everyone, every my kids is like, can you get off your phone? I'm always on my. But phone. you have to. I have to learn. To well, put it down. But, but do you know how I respond to a 10 o'clock text from a client? I respond back at 4 o'clock in the morning when I wake up. That's well, that's how I do well, it. Well, I have a client, a very, very good client. He's a doctor. And he does night shift. Okay. And you know when he texts me and emails me? He texts me when he's in his desk in the hospital at 3 in the morning. Or he texts me before his shift at like 10 o'clock. But you got to learn how to But with him, I, I'm always... I'm, I, I, but I, he's a client. I he's, nurture him. You got to see this house. Incredible. I can't imagine. Yeah, he's uh, he's head of surgery, emergency room sur- surgeon for the hospital in Rouge something in Scarborough. Okay. But he also has his own company that does medical consulting. That's where he makes cake. Money. Yeah. <laughs> to say pure, the least. Pure cake. <laughs> All right. So, Jeff, we got to wrap up the show soon. I just want you to share what do we want to leave all the, the listeners with, man? Like, what's the message other than you're looking for guys? Well, I'm looking for guys, any qualified, experienced. It can be a fifth, fourth-year apprentice, licensed plumber, definitely. Would you be open to a new guy that's really, really hungry or not? Not at the moment. Okay. I can. I've got. I have two already that are waiting on the sidelines that I've promised that as soon as I have availability, they're coming. You bring them in. So. That's, that's and then all you kids out there that are doing, that are doing pre-apprenticeship programs that are a waste of money. Re, reach out to your company, companies out there, small companies. At, I'm not saying work for free. No. But give up your give your time to them. They'll pay you all. I would I would never have a guy work for me for free. But all you got to do is prove your worth. Come work, work your day and learn. Ask questions. No question is stupid, especially if you're learning. You don't know, so you ask. You know, don't be afraid to don't ask. Don't be afraid to ask. Uh, some kids don't ask. Some kids ask all day. You want to tell them to shut up, but it well, is what of, it is. You're, yeah, a lot they, of they kids are thinking that they don't want to look stupid. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you, you won't look stupid. You look stupid if you don't ask and do it wrong. And then one thing I want to put out there is, we all pay, we all we all we all pay, a lot of money, for certain services. You go to your mechanic. They say this is the price. You pay it. You go to the store and you go buy a fucking jacket, Montclair, and you're going to go pay that $2,500 for the damn jacket. Not when me. your plumber says, <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just like putting a price tag on yeah. stuff, or whatever. People, but people will pay. People will pay. People will pay $2,000 for an iPhone. They'll pay. Yeah. Everybody will pay. Now, it comes to tradesmen. I'm not just talking about plumbers. I'm talking about every trade. I know we have a bad rap because we're trying to, but people think the tradespeople are trying to overcharge you. There's a lot of tools. There's a lot of experience. There's a lot of stuff behind that price. We're not working. You won't, You guys want me to go put in a toilet for 50 bucks? Good luck. 
even if I say $300, I'm putting it in and making sure it's not going to leak. Google put it in and see what happens. If you haven't experienced, like you take off your old toilet, you have a cracked flange, you have something, you know, you don't know how to fix that. We do. That's where the experience comes in. You need in. the experience. You know, if I do a job in 30 minutes and I charge you $500, it's not because I'm trying to cheat you. It's because... The experience. I've put in the time. I know what I'm doing. And that's with every trade. Respect your tradesmen. Respect, I mean, respect their prices. Don't haggle them. But because where did that come from? That came from clients comparing us to people that are misinforming them. Exactly. So you're speaking to people that are fly by night that are, you found on Kijiji or Craigslist or whatever. Oh my God. And I'll do it for I, like I, cash I, I, 50 I, I, bucks. Yeah, exactly. I had a guy that wanted me to go down to Avenue Road in Bloor. He found me on Kijiji. I don't know how. I put something on Kijiji years ago. He goes, can you come down and change a faucet and change a toilet for me? He goes, yeah, whatever. What's he going to charge? I want to charge you two hour minimum and then material and I'm... So I was probably said it's only gonna be a four, five, six hundred bucks. So oh, I thought it was gonna be more like seventy, eighty dollars. I said, like, good luck, find somebody else. If you can find that guy, give him my number. I'll tire him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay him double. Did he call back? <laughs> no. 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 And I don't no think chance. he found I think eventually he gave in and probably find some guy at two hundred or three hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm not driving downtown. No. Try to find parking. No. And then have to run out, you know, if I didn't have my van stocked with stuff. Then I have to try and trek through downtown supplier. to a supplier that yeah. probably isn't a supplier I have an account with. So now I got to pay cash or put on credit card. And now you want me to give, do it for $70, buddy. They're, they're misrepresenting. That's what a message I want. Like, respect your tradesmen. Don't be, no, don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to say this properly without sounding rude. No, you respect the experience that they've built. Respect. Like, we're not here to give you... We're, everyone's out to make a dollar. We, have, yeah. we, we do work to make money. I'm not working to become rich. If rich becomes something... That eventually happens. It happens over time. We're making... We have, lot, we have families we have to feed. We have, I have other people I have to pay. Yeah. I have expenses. It's not that you have one family to provide. I have a work family. Yes. You know? And they don't factor that in. No. None of them. Never realized that. my truck on the road? My trucks are worth to put on the road every day? I yeah. have to make expenses on gas, insurance, uh, maintenance, have to stock it with material. And that employee has to deliver. They yeah. have to do the work. It's insane. So then you don't have to go back, which cuts into your profit. Yeah. Callbacks are the worst. Yeah. Because you start losing money. So you want the right guys that are actually handling all your tools, your business. They're all a reflection of yourself, yeah. man. Just respect your tradesmen. Don't break their balls. About pricing. Ask ahead of time before. Don't ask after. Never. Because when they give you the price and then the job is done, now you're there at your mercy, which is not fair. No. Not to it's you. It's like your mechanic your mechanic does the job, gives you the invoice. You don't get the car until you pay. That's bottom line. I wish that would be the case for us. I go put the toilet in, you're not you can't use it. I can lock you out of using it until you pay me. When you go into a mechanic shop, whether it's a mom and pop shop or if it's a brand name shop, the price of everything that needs to be done is right there on the wall. Yeah. And nobody ever goes, well, hang on a sec. I don't want to pay that. I want to pay 70. You'll never get it. That's the price. Exactly. Go to a salon. Same thing. You got to do your color, your hair and cut your hair. My wife is like $300 to do her hair. They don't. And then they got a tip on top. Uh, Yes. But then when it comes to construction, 
and anybody who's working in you construction. You get the shaft. Oh, can you make a deal? Can you do it no, for there this? is no can you deal. No more deals. No, I know. I know. <laughs> this is how it is, Matt. That's the bone to pick if that was anything. <laughs> Jeff, this has been a pleasure, man. We got one last segment. Okay, you know this. Okay, let's do it without getting mad. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. GL Plumbing Limited, jeff.dg at glplumbing.ca. And then on Instagram and Facebook is gl.plumbing. I'm curious about these answers, man. Oh, wait a second. We didn't, understand. We didn't explain what the GL stands for. What does the GL stand for? Gabriele Liliana. So you're two kids. Yeah. Ah. So no more kids. I told the wife, what if we have another one? I was like, no more. We're done. It'll be GL plumbing hyphenated. (laughs) What is your favorite construction word? Construction word? Hammer. Hammer? Coming from a plumber? Oh, okay. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm curious. If it's hammer, it's hammer, man. No, no, no. No, no, no. If it's hammer, it's hammer. Okay, let's... uh... It's your favorite construction word. Why is it hammer? I thought it was like a double innuendo type of no, thing. No, no. Okay. There's no My hidden favorite mess. construction word? Yeah. I don't know. Let's get back to it. Okay. What is your least favorite construction word? Uh, we have a deadline. It's <laughs> true. What turns you on in construction? You know what? I love seeing a, f- a beautiful bathroom or kitchen. Like or a finished? finished bathroom. Or a rough finish. No, finished. Finished. Final product. I like the end product. It's a product. There's something. The homeowner doesn't see nothing. They, they can't fathom. But they you can't do. They can't visualize. You they see They don't it. know the end product. When you actually provide them with that final product that they can physically use and see, and it looks good, that's the best. It is. It is a great feeling. What turns you off in construction? Is having to deal with the client when they're cheap. Start to learn to say no. Yeah. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> what is your favorite car, truck, or bike, or vehicle? My favorite car, truck? Any one of those, whatever. What is your favorite vehicle of some type? My fu- I'm a Ford guy. Okay. I'm a Ford F. Any vehicle. Any vehicle well, in the any world. Vehicle? Any vehicle in the world. Any vehicle Not in the world. Not a construction vehicle. I would probably say a Lambo Murcielago or no, the Aventador. Are That's you, you're car. old enough to appreciate the Countach. Oh, yeah, the VT. It's coming back. Yeah. It is coming. It's funny that when I talk to the young kids now, they're like, they don't get it. I'm like, you don't Lambo get Countach it. The Countach or the it's, Testarossa? No, the Countach. You know what? Ferrari, if they were smart, the they, they would bring back the F40 and the Testarossa if they were oh, smart. Gorgeous car. Beautiful cars. The but one, remember the one, you remember what watch Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. He had that white one. He copied was, it from Miami Vice. Oh, my God. That's back a, in the days, man. What a car. Don't get me on Miami Vice, man. <laughs> I know the whole history behind that car, but I also was a fan of the Daytona. Yeah. The Ferrari Daytona, right? Which is basically the Roma today. Is that what it is? It takes the same lines. It takes the same cues, right? I like the... Um, but I, Lambos are beautiful. Lambos. And I love like, the story behind Lambo. I like an F12, but that's a serious machine right there. <laughs> what is your least favorite vehicle? My least favorite vehicle. The one... Ooh. The one vehicle that just annoys the hell out of you. Mm, that stupid thing, the, the cube car. Yeah. With that stupid, ugly Nissan makes. That, that one's been expressed a few times. That's gross. That one and smart cars. Oh, those little smarts, <laughs> little pieces of shit. What construction sound or noise do you love? Sound of the grinder. I don't know. A grinder? Yeah. What construction sound or noise do you hate? Compressors. You don't like compressors? Right. No, generators. Drive me nuts. Oh, my God. 
generator. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Mm, what profession? I don't know, restaurateur, maybe? Nice. Own a bar, restaurant? Nice. I like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> what profession would you not like to do? Not like to do? Well, a lot. Fuck. What Daryl does, cleaning Drains. shit all the drain work, oh, drain man. Drain no, man. <laughs> no what profession I wouldn't like to do? Mm, I wouldn't like to sit at a desk. I like uh, being out and about. Yeah. I'm, I'm so many people because of COVID, I said you were so lucky that you're able to get up and leave the house and go out because people who have jo had jobs office that jobs. were office jobs or they stayed home, they never left. I swear to yeah. God, that all they did was wear track pants all day. And mentally, what that did to them. Fuck, man. at least I was able to get out and be like, it was my social life. Yeah. Just getting out to the site. All tradespeople, all contractors. Thank God. We were all okay, hanging so what out. So was the first one you got, or you have more? What is your, there's one more question, but let's do the first one again. What is your favorite construction word? Give me a hint here. Give you a hint. There's no word, hint. There's what word? There's, it's I don't not know. a test. It's any word. What's the favorite word? I don't know. People have expressed all kinds of words. Yeah, no. I'm not usually one for loss of words. I'm not one for <laughs> loss of words usually. What the fuck? A construction word that I I'm wondering like. why you said hammer right off the get. Because like I it. like the hammer. That's it. Let's keep the hammer. Yeah. Hammer time. <laughs> Last question. That's old school right there for you. There you go. <laughs> but uh, a parachute pants, man. <laughs> if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You just made it in here. <laughs> <laughs> the skin of your you teeth. You just snuck right yeah, in, man. Yeah, you snuck in, buddy. Jeff, you thank you so really much. You don't really belong here, bud. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great, dude. I think we talked a lot about... All kinds of stuff. Everything. Man. I covered everything. everything. I don't think we talked a lot about plumbing. <laughs> no, we talked a, a lot about bit. plumbing. We talked a lot about plumbing, man. That's what it is. I really appreciate your time coming out here on Saturday morning, getting this all happening, and and, and the conversations back and forth, man, dude. I it's, love it. it's it been good. great. It's it good was... to finally meet you as well, too. Yeah, finally. So it's good. I wish you all the best, man, in the business, and then everybody again. GL Plumbing Limited, Jeff DG at glplumbing.ca, and then it's gl plumbing on social media, mostly on Instagram and mostly stories. That's what you're doing. That's it. We're out of here, man. We're done. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate time and meeting you. And hopefully this uh, will bring more guys on your show for you. Well, Michael's ready in, no? Oh, yeah. We'll call him right now once you get off. <laughs> All right. We'll call him. Okay. Ciao. Ciao.